0: under. Fumble the snap. Walker picks it up. Now trying to turn something out of nothing and into the end zone for the most unlikely of touchdowns. Off the fumbled snap, P.J. Walker picks it up and runs into the end zone for another Roughnecks touchdown. Here's Walker to the seam to Cam Phillips. Touchdown. Roughnecks back on top. Got a throw here, second and thirteen. Oh. Cornelia intercepting! Pick off! Devon
1: escapes! And a long miss! Down in H Town, we don't brag the votes, but down in H Town, we do it bigger than most than down in H Town. You could try if you want, but come to H Town. We probably send you home. Uh-huh. What's going on, football fans? This is the XFL show, live from St. Louis, and this is is a recap of the Houston Roughnecks' 34-27 to victory over the Tampa Bay Vipers. This is Bryant. And this
0: is the red zone scoring Snake Charming Allen.
1: <laughs> or just Allen, like we usually say on this show. Allen, uh, close. Maybe the better game, uh, the best game that we've seen of the Tampa Bay Vipers, the better game of the XFL so far this season. High scoring.
0: High scoring. Vipers got in the end zone. Yeah, Vipers finally got in the end zone. But they also
1: stopped at the one, the good old Vipers like we're used to now. It
0: was a very telling game of just who these teams are to me. You know, Tampa Bay ultimately ending the game on what's plagued them so far this young season. It was kind of, unfortunately for them, poetic. But that's what happened. They looked like a new team, reborn. A lot of the story is going to be what the Tampa Bay Vipers were able to do. Yeah, and then they lost. And, and then they went lost. back to what they've been.
1: Uh, but also the story will be P.J. Walker,
0: Cam Phillips. Well, Cam Phillips, six touchdowns in two weeks. Are you kidding me? Give him the star of the week again. Nobody's taking it from him.
1: Three touchdowns today, again, for P.J. Walker. All to Cam Phillips. Uh, these two have gained some chemistry that we've seen in these first few weeks of the XFL. They're really the story if you're going to put it on something in the Roughnecks
0: uh, oh. part of the game. Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, Cam Phillips and PJ Walker connection is amazing. It was cool to see them get interviewed together as well during the game. Uh, and, you know, we couldn't really, we're at a watch party here at St. Louis, so we didn't hear all, everything they said was, you know, super loud in here, and hopefully everybody could hear us talking. We've been <laughs> hanging out with BattleHawks fans who are cawing over everybody. caw But, seeing them get interviewed together you saw that they have a connection and really the the vibe from this roughnecks offense they they look like they feel unstoppable to me they look like the most confident group in the xfl when you're talking about any side of the ball defense offense any unit this team on offense looks like they're mentally on another level they
1: have yet to look as dominant as some of the other teams here but uh, the Houston Roughnecks pulled this one out like they did last week with St. Louis uh, in Houston. Their first road game, uh, they looked really good. We'll go through some of the stats here, Alan. Uh, 24 for 36 for 306 yards for P.J. Walker. Another phenomenal his, performance. His best game, Three maybe. TDs, no interceptions. Yeah. He leads the league in touchdowns over all the teams. He has yeah. nine touchdowns total for the season. I think the, the next closest is seven, and that's not – It's not, I think it's Dallas. No, it's uh, – uh, DC.
0: Yep, and the, the weekend is just starting. I'm sure the defenders will have something to say about that, but P.J. Walker is ridiculous. Uh, and, and another just crazy play. That fumbled snap turns into a touchdown. That's how you know it, everything's just working for you. That, that was absurd, that touchdown.
1: Butler ran for 72 yards, along of 30. There was some good offense in this game.
0: I love watching the Tampa Bay offense and then they finally figured out how to score smashing the ball w- with the run game. And then figuring it out with, you know, Flowers on the first touchdown, you know, you like that RPO action. Okay, but then they kind of abandoned him. And then Cornelius at the end, tasked with doing so, couldn't do it. I thought they wasted a play on the fade route. I, I'm just, I just hate that play. And then he had a guy wide open on the fourth yeah, down. Yeah, fourth down, it.
1: didn't see him. Uh, Cornelius did go for uh, 16 out of 31 for 193 yards. but one touchdown, but that one big interception uh, was their play. Kind of ended their game. Uh, the, but, but they're removing the football like they've done, but they're actually able to finish, get some touchdowns, score. Tampa Bay, you know, tomorrow, St. Louis and New York, one team's going to be one and two. Tampa Bay's going to be one game behind them to try to get back into the playoff picture a little bit. I think I can see it happen. Tampa Bay's still not done, uh, but they got to shape up and they well, got to get scoring. They're, they did it today. They just got to keep it consistent because that's, that's what still was their plague.
0: The, the thing that sucks is you're 0 3 now if you're the Tampa Bay Vipers and it's so hard to mentally stay focused to continue to improve the way you did today without getting the w a lot of teams will go into a shell at this point you're 0-3 hope is lost in a short 10-week season that feels insurmountable but from what we saw if they play that competitive football every week Like you said, they're going to be in every game. They're going to be competing, and who the hell knows what happens at the end of the year. Record-wise, they cannot give up. I hope they don't because they have some really great players. Jalen Tolliver was great today at receiver. They didn't have Nick Truesdale out there. Taylor Cornelius looked like he was finding some rhythm, Quentin flowers. Looked like, I still hate this quarterback rotation. Maybe when Aaron Murray gets back, they could just settle on him. But... I love it. Jacquez Patrick is one of the most fun runners to watch. I really hope this team just doesn't give up because they can compete with anybody in the XFL from what we saw today.
1: Today, yes, they definitely can. Uh, One last thing I'll bring up to you, Alan, before we get out of here. 18,000-plus in Tampa to watch this game. Uh, the crowd was great. I know there were some question marks about the crowd. Jake especially had some questions about the crowd. They looked like they were having fun. 18,000 to support the Tampa Bay Vipers. Let's just hope get in that win column here pretty soon.
0: Oh, absolutely. That crowd looked electric. They looked like they were having a great time, and hopefully they'll continue to support the Vipers. They are 0-3, and I know that's hard for a fan to get behind. But I think you, if you went there and you want to see some good football played, you did today. Jake texted us during the game, Hell, hell of a game for a watch party because he knew where we were in St. Louis watching this thing on big screens a bunch of, among a bunch of people at a bar. And being at the, the only place better would have been at the game. Yeah, and that's that, true. And that looked like a whole lot of fun. And finally, uh, I think this was the first time it was appropriate Jerry Glanville had shades on. <laughs>
1: that's a good point, too. Uh, well, but, he also had him inside the locker
0: room. We saw that as well. Yeah, and I wonder if he'll, uh, if he'll talk to June Jones after that. June Jones' offense Kind of ripped up, ripped up his defense a well, little. Well, there's bit. not a lot of 417 net yeah, yards for the offense.
1: Not a lot of highlights for either one of these defenses. Really, it was about the offenses today
0: uh, between these two teams. Couple sacks here and there. Big credit both teams. Big credit to Jordan McRae in that entire offensive line for the Vipers, the Roughnecks, whose defensive line has been really unstoppable. Only one sack today. One sack. Uh, Again, not not a lot of good things for
1: both defenses today, but still, uh, both teams did did do the job. Uh, you got to give credit. I know we're talking about the Vipers are the ones that weren't able to score. The Roughnecks also held them down on the one yard line after what
0: was a, a nice drive that started back in yeah. Tampa Bay territory. Yeah, statistically, uh, the the numbers aren't there defensively for either team. Really, I mean, there's the one turnover at the end, but the time, the timing, end of the game, you get the pick. End of the game, you get the red zone stop. Houston showed up in that regard defensively. Third down conversion rate, interesting for the Roughnecks, only 4 of 10. (laughs) Only 53 plays run. Time of possession is not a concern for June Jones. You have 417 yards of total offense, three touchdowns.
1: You're scoring left and right. You don't have to worry about things like it's that. It's a
0: different kind of offense that they run that we've always known about. June Jones. It's called the run and shoot because they're just going out there looking for big plays. And the crazy thing is, Cam Phillips, Phillip Walker, P.J. Walker, they're delivering absolutely on time each and every single time. They need a nickname, and I'm thinking some something in the vein of like delivery systems. Maybe they're, they can be the new mailmen. They're they're the FedEx. The UPS yeah, and you the work on that so. for next week. Let's, they're,
1: they're delivering. <laughs> let's look ahead Call a little bit. alone. Hook them up. Let's look ahead a little bit here. It's not going to get any easier for the Vipers next week. The Defenders come into town against the Vipers. That's going to be a good game. We'll see what happens with the Defenders. Uh, they're in L.A. tomorrow. Uh, but that's going to be another tough task for the Vipers. hard for them to get out of this hole when you're facing the best teams uh, in the league.
0: Yep, yeah, it's back-to-back. Back. Uh, I mean, according to our show's power rankings, you're, face, you're the Tampa Bay Vipers. You're facing the two best teams in the XFL so far. And this week you gave a hell of an effort against a high-powered offense a te- and a team that has been playing great defense. And you came up just a bit short. But, man, you, I said to you, they had a lot of moments where running, their big running backs, Patrick, Smith, They'd get, they'd get extra yardage, they'd fight for extra yardage, they'd get stood up, they wouldn't go down, and then their tough offensive linemen would come and help them and push scrums. We saw so many scrums in this game, and that is the fight, the will of the Vipers, I think, that really I, I think a lot of people are going to expect that to be abandoned. I don't see that happening, and I would not be surprised if the defenders show up next week cocky and in for a fight against Tampa Bay.
1: And then we also have the 1st TexFL showdown, Allen. Houston Roughnecks are in wow. Dallas on the road again. Uh, that's going to be a great game to watch. That one's on uh, Sunday, uh, FS1, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the Roughnecks, I mean, it, they're scoring the ball, so it doesn't really matter on the other side of the football right now, but they're still
0: moving the ball pretty good.
1: We'll see what happens in
0: Dallas they next week. They move the ball. They make the big plays. They, play, they get after the quarterback except today, and they play smart. 39 yards of penalties today. Compared, big stat right there, 99 for the Vipers. They had some moments where they shot themselves in the foot. They did get an, I mean, an ar- arguable pass interference call. Yes, against very, the defense. very questionable. Uh, but Houston's very disciplined. But I'm interested in the Tex-FL showdown, if there might be some some juice animosity. The rivalry <laughs> finally gets center stage next week for Houston and Dallas.
1: Also, Alan, we saw our first legit Three-point play from the 10-yard line. Second one because L.A. did one last week. But they scored, and they went for it twice. Might see a trend here with the Houston Roughnecks
0: going for three after every touchdown. Why not? More space for Walker to move, more space for the receivers to get open. Go for three every time, June Jones. Oh, Please, we want to see it. <laughs> and you're going to get it. Their, their three-point attempts are as good, no, better than their one- and two-point attempts. That's actually very true. 100%. Last week,
1: I think last week they didn't even score one, maybe just one. All right, football fans, this is the XFL Show live. Uh, in St. Louis for the Battle Hawks, hosting the Guardians tomorrow. So make sure you catch us for the rest of this. We got another one coming up later today. Another mini uh when the Renegades are done with the Dragons up in Seattle. Uh, for Allen, this is Bryant. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're listening.